What's up, podcast fam? In this latest episode, we took we take you behind the scenes. Um, we had asked a little while ago if you guys were interested in hearing um, some behind the scenes things of how we're building solid foundation, how we're getting it off the ground, and we got a good um, amount of replies saying yes, you guys wanted to hear it. So on this podcast episode, we're um, having you listen in to a meeting that we had with my buddy Cesar Perfecto who I'm hoping that we can have on the podcast down the road because he has a hell of a story to tell himself. But um, right now he's helping us with building a business strategy and also he'll be helping us out with the budget for Solid Foundation. So this episode will take you into detail of what me and some of my partners, uh, of what our feelings were and why we wanted to start Solid Foundation. And also, it's pretty cool for you guys to be able to hear of how a business gets started from from zero to concept and to putting it into action. And in this particular case, it's building a nonprofit. So if you guys have interest in hearing some of that and also getting to know us a little bit more and why we started the program, this will be a great episode. And if you don't know already starting next week january 20th boxing starts um and 21st jujitsu starts so especially after you hear this episode and you really feel like hey i want my kids to be involved in in this program or i want to be involved in this program hit us up so you can get um enrolled in either uh, in the women's jujitsu program or boxing boxings for the youth and adults co-ed so you can find me on Instagram at Regalado Gilbert or email me at Gilbert at SolidFoundationsSB.com. So that's the best way to get a hold of me, the two best ways. And other than that, enjoy the episode. Thank you. I feel like I, um, that's my strong point. Um, and that's how I feel like I've already done a woman's program and I see the good it can do and I just want to be able to do that um but then I also like marketing and I've been learning a lot about marketing and so I'm helping them with marketing social media stuff like that got it okay and and where where are you at right now as far as your I think you were telling me that you're trying to become a 401c3 mm-hmm. yeah what's the status on that right now um we're gonna be getting our paperwork out probably hopefully maybe next week we have to turn uh-huh. it into Jacqueline and get it approved by her first and see if everything's all good and then send it out for mail okay so hopefully that within the next three or four months we should have our number back and it takes a little bit of time but we're trying to get it in before the end of the year at least okay so we can hear it back soon so you guys are, are really close. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, and and ideally, in a perfect world, if everything aligns correctly, what? Well, it, it sounds like you're already starting something. But are are you gonna have like a formal launch date, or is is that just something on paper? But it doesn't really mean anything at at this point because you're just continuing with your vision, step one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Or well, oh, we've already incorporated, so we finally officially launched as of eleven twenty two. So um, we're we're officially a business as of eleven twenty two. Now we're just waiting on the tax exempt. 
Got remember, it. I think we're trying to roll out everything within the beginning of the year, January, with all the programs. I think so. Okay. Okay. And so, um, you're telling me, Lorena, that, that you kind of see yourself kind of the, the administrative backbone? The back end, yeah. And so what 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 duties is that going to entail? I mean, obviously, I, I understand that you were doing, working on the paperwork for the uh, nonprofit status. Um, once once the operation is going, what what additional duties are you going to have? It's more of like the back end bookkeeping, um, accounting, probably working with you on learning budgeting and stuff like that. Pretty much anything administration wise, it's administrative, back end communication. But would that also include kind of like any internal controls to make sure that you're protecting yourselves from? Mm-hmm. Um, any staying in compliance okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah following up with kind of working with Jacqueline a lot more on how to get those contracts those the governments the public schools and stuff like that learning all okay those announce of those okay and Gilbert what what about yourself I kind of know but tell me again like in your own words what what is your role going to be I think I'm more of just the the organizer and getting people together um, my passion is creating opportunities. So, the when it comes like to the hands-on thing, I might get a little bit involved in the boxing area. But the plan is to get the program set and then have that be its own division and be self-sustained and have coaches in there that actually are uh, are a lot more experienced in boxing. And other than that, always keep an eye out on for further growth. Okay. Now, when, podcast host. Oh, yeah, and then the podcast. Thing. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> now, as far as growth, uh, there, there is such a thing as growing too fast. Mm-hmm. And, and when that happens, um, it just becomes chaotic because there isn't a foundation in place. What would be your sweet spot in the next, let's say, two to three years? And then, and then further down the line, I got five years. As far for as me or for the program? For, for the program. For the program. For the program. As far as like number of coaches, number of members. Um, as far as the boxing, and you could speak to the jiu-jitsu, I would, I would like in the, within the three years for us to have a set, stable place that can be used for boxing. Right now, we're, we're looking at different locations that will let us rent out a room to where we have to set up and then break down. Mm. And so that, that's not very productive. So I'd like a place where we could either long-term rent or call our own, but that we could leave as a, a martial arts studio for, for that. Um, the fitness portion, the, the same thing. I'd, I really like the fitness, the martial arts to have its own. And um, we're already kind of rolling through with bringing in the, young, the youth to work with our company Legacy. But there's still a lot of fine tuning we need to do with that. Uh, and as far as the podcast goes, uh, same. I'd like to be able to have at least one podcast a week. And for the boxing, we'd like to, I would say, have at least three classes a week. And, and what about the women's 
jujitsu. So the women's jujitsu, uh, short term will be two days a week. I would like to grow that to four days a week. Um, and as far as right now, um, like the three year plan would be like just doing one class. And then I would like to grow it to do a teens and a women's class. Got it. And then just, you know, throw in co-ed. But I too would like our own spot for that long term. And so, for for your classes, what would be the the maximum number of of uh, participants for each class? Um. Well, I've taught thirty, and I've done fine with thirty. Um. That was the most I've done. So. Um, so, so it would be probably limited that to space. That would be limited, so yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why I would want to add more classes, especially, like, separating the teens from the women's class. Um, but, I mean, I think 30 would be a good class, even if, like, we had more days, there'd be more classes to choose from instead of just two days, and everybody goes to that class. And, and what about on the boxing? The boxing, I think we could handle 20, uh, even just uh, when it was... Crystal and I out there and doing it, we would just partner up people, even though maybe they don't have a lot of experience. It's You can easily get 20 people to do work together on that, so I think that's a good number. Now, is it is it you three that are going to be driving organization or is there anybody else that's not here right now that uh my brother richard he'll be he'll be helping out a lot but his main focus will be in the fitness portion of what solid foundation plans to do and and what does fitness entail fitness entails teaching the youth how to properly lift and work out and also create a passion for it so to to learn about it, be passionate about it, and also the nutrition side of things so they can start to understand that it's not only about working out, it's about your diet as well to really see results. And gaining that confidence to work out. So a lot of kids are shy or timid to go work out at a gym or even in their own gyms at school because they oh, yeah. don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're starting, they, they see people lifting mm-hmm. 200 yes. pounds and they're really like, yeah, 100 or something. Yeah, they're like, a yeah. Buck, yeah, buck 45. <laughs> they're too, you know, they feel they're too skinny or weak yeah. Yeah. to work out, but they want That's to. Huge. So we like to create that environment for them. Now, I, I was hoping to create some thought, uh, inducing questions and even provoking questions, but what would, what, would, what would Santa Barbara miss out on if you didn't have this group? Or, or I, I just want to use Santa Barbara. What, what are your, what are, the, what is a target community? Is it Santa Barbara slash Galita, or is it a specific section of Santa Barbara? Um, I say, I would say Santa Barbara, but we haven't put a lot of thought into that. It's just that's where we are familiar with that area. Mm. So that any type of operation, that's probably where we would be um, setting up shop. But we are definitely open to both youth from Santa Barbara and Galita. And and uh, the the target group is there a certain age group? 
Or, or is it two different age groups for the men and for the women? I would say, like, teens and young adults. I mean, that's our target as far as women. I mean, as far as a women's program, yes, I would like to target mainly teen and young adults, but I would say all women. And so if... What what's the typical person you're going after? Is it somebody? Is it is there gonna be? Let's say you have two different kids, one that is already doing good in school, already gets tutoring for free, already knows they want to go to college, versus a kid that doesn't only is, comes from a single parent household, uh, is potentially at risk of of dropping out of school. Is there? Are you gonna prioritize? If you only have one hour to spend with someone, are you going to prioritize one more than the other? Or is it kind of open to anybody, all walks of life? As far as my attention goes, my attention, I would, I would rather focus on a, on a young individual who wants to do something better. Who, who maybe doesn't know how to go about it, but they know they want to do something more positive in their life. And I just feel it's easier for me to relate and actually execute when I'm working with an individual like that rather than somebody who's okay with sitting on the couch or getting drunk or getting high and they're 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 perfectly happy doing it not you know um I know I know they're probably doing that stuff because they're not happy and there's things going on in their life but what I found within me is I have a lot better capability with those who actually want to do something different. So that's who, that's where my focus would be in that. So, but, but to me that could be either of the two parties you just mentioned. Because there could be single parent homes, kids getting in trouble, but they don't want to do that anymore. They want to do better. I guess it's somebody searching for... For more. For more, yeah. Like, the my analogy would be jiu-jitsu. Like, if you go into any jiu-jitsu gym, you have lawyers, you have students, you have hairdressers, you have people of different, like, yeah. targets, you know? But they're all, like, what Parolees, they benefit. Yeah. gang members. And, but they all benefit the same way. It's, like, their therapy. It's their place. It's their... And that's pretty much, I would feel, like, our target. It's, like, it doesn't matter what... If you're doing good or bad in school, this is a place where you can keep you know, it selling. Yeah, and there's, you know, it's a community. So let's say they already have the financial resources to just go join a gym. Would would you recommend for that person, like, hey, you know what, if it, it, it might benefit you more to join Paragon itself directly? Uh, or or would you be okay with that person still joining your organization? I would feel okay with it. I would tell. I would encourage them to try Paragon and then try okay. ours and see where they feel like they fit in. Okay. Yeah. And for your two examples, I mean, there could be a household that can provide everything to the child and has, you know, school lined up, doing well in school, but that child still doesn't feel like they belong anywhere. They mm-hmm. they have a so called good life, but they don't have a community. You know. So nobody, nobody should be excluded from being able to, you know, go to the groups. So it could be like the nerd down the street yeah. that gets bullied. Yeah, the rich guy up the street, home. you know, like it doesn't matter if you feel like you belong there, then we want you there. You okay, know? good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So, 
So what, what would your organization provide that other organizations don't provide then? That sense of community. I think that alone is a big listening because for a long time, so many people are targeted of just the, you know, the troubled ones where there are troubled ones, but they don't show it externally. You know, they're just doing what they need to do. They're getting it done and they have their big family behind them. And, you know, there's, there's just a sense of community. It's not just targeting the... the like at-risk community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's also like why we like the podcast because there's so many people like Gil like he grew up in a good in a good household but the stuff that they're going through and it's like when they listen to that they can they can connect with whoever's talking like it either it's drugs or family or anything so it's kind of like getting all different walks of life thank you that that gives me much more insight um so, so this isn't going to be, it, it could help at-risk youth, but it's not targeting at-risk youth. This is really people from all walks of life that are looking to improve and that are looking for a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what, uh, what, right now, do you have any plans on how you plan to get the word out about Solid Foundation? Is it, is it, We're pretty is, much doing what we know, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, on, on a free, yeah. like... Yeah, the social media, the, the other different types of marketing, the podcast is another one, but I... But what, I what social media are you using right now? Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You have Twitter and LinkedIn. He's got it all. <laughs> I got LinkedIn, uh, but I don't do anything on Twitter. You still have to learn and YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, YouTube. you're on YouTube also? Mm-hmm. In Santa Barbara small. So the people are like even coming up to me and like, oh, so what is this solid foundation thing that you're doing? Or what's this boxing thing that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think I think we got a, a little bit of a leg up than just your regular word of mouth, just like you and I got connected through the podcast. So we're it's it's not we're not just relying on people telling people we were seeing our social media is, is helping out a lot too um, a, a plan that I would like to put in effect once we have the funding to do so which goes back to really creating a community but it's also if you hear of of uh, social media influencers where yeah. they have a big following companies or brands pay them to either like talk about their product or wear their product or use their product and then it gets their followers followers to want to do the same. Well, we would like to target confident young adults in the different schools to be our solid foundation influencers. So there they would be getting earning commissions off of recruiting other uh, youth that they see would be a fit to come join our jujitsu, to come join our fitness, to come join our boxing. But also, I would like to help start putting something in place to change the culture as well to where to making it start being cool to look out for somebody else to be nice to somebody if you see a loner to go talk to them if you see somebody getting picked on go help stand up for them so I want to find a way to compensate for those um, activities as well to where we'll have either their influencers ambassadors or whatever we want to call them but they're going to be earning a, a paycheck 
for recruiting and also for putting out the culture that we that we want to see, you know, that we all want our kids to grow up in. The movement. Mm-hmm. So, kind of going to back to a question that I was that I started, what what would Santa Barbara miss out on, if there if solid foundations never existed, if it never took off? Well, what since we since we don't have a lot of uh, you know activity and stuff to look back on and say these are the changes we've made, we talk about like what our hopes are, and our that's. That's what I think Santa Barbara would be missing out on is somebody to start that movement within the schools or within the youth to to somehow make it um, sorry, acceptable to be tough and confident but not have to be a gangster. To be tough and confident but not have to be a bully. But for somebody to, like what Crystal touched base on earlier, on the mat, we meet some of the nicest people in the world, respectful, um, thoughtful, but yet you know if somebody were to mess with them, they could easily break somebody's neck or break somebody's arm, but they would never walk around and talk like that or, 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 or be a bully to someone. And if we can work to get those principles within the youth, that's something that has that hasn't been done before on scale and unfortunately not all youth are open to jiu-jitsu so that's what solid foundation is looking out for different things and activities that people are professionals and she's a black belt in jiu-jitsu that's why she's heading the jiu-jitsu boxing that's why I won't be a boxing instructor because I'm not a professional <laughs> you know but I'm gonna go work we're gonna get one and and then fitness and so on so the more people we look out for who are experts in their industry and the confidence we want to s slowly be bringing those ones in so we could open up more doors for for the youth with just opportunities and and we want it to be where it's it's not just like we go into paragon we'll go train but when we walk out we're not paragon right when it comes to jiu-jitsu we're paragon well we want the, the youth and the people involved with Solid Foundation to be a member and and Solid Foundation be a part of their life because we're because of the ideals and, and, and work that we're doing to change the community. It's not just a place you go to for a couple hours and get a good exercise or or meditate or whatever. It's it's you're learning these principles from the activities we're doing, you're going out and giving it back to the community in, in hopes to try to change it for a positive. So, so let's say somebody joins like at 13 or 14 years old, and then five years goes by, and this person becomes like a prime poster child of, of what Solid Foundation uh, did for them. What, what would that person look like? I would, I would hope that they look like, one, they're, they're confident in the sense of they're willing to go help another person in need and they're 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 working towards being successful in whatever field of life that they want to be accomplished in and that they want that 
for the people in their family, around them. Like, they just want to be surrounded by people that they could either help or just, like, not follow the wrong crowd, pretty much. Lorena, since I haven't heard that much from you. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I don't care. Um, I don't know, it's kind of hard. It's just, just humble, I guess, would really be the word. What would, what would humble look like to you? Humble would be, you know, um, giving back, you know, taking the time to, to reach out to people, to get to know people, and, you know, and take initiative, and... I don't really know how to explain yeah. it, but yeah. it's so it's it's just a good person, you know. Like it's they've they've grown to to be good and to be good to others, and and hopefully that that continues their their vibe, their aura that they give off. Hopefully they, they can share it. Share yeah. it. Like humbleness, knowing that they're capable of so much, but they would never walk around, mm-hmm. you know, putting it out there and just saying, talking or bragging about themselves. But you would never know unless you got to know that person how accomplished they were or how much they help out in the community into, because they don't go around talking about it. They just do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we would, that's what we would like. So, so this is now, now that's kind of what they would look like after five years, right? Now they have, they have a solid foundation. They have the right mentality to pursue success. So 10 years down the line, what would this person look like? Is it some is it somebody that wants to repli- replicate what you've done? They start their own organization, or at very least, they're now working with kids to try to do the very same thing. Is it somebody that's successful in business or that went to school? Or I, I would hope, in in at least in my ambition, would be that whatever they become professional in, that they're that they're opening their doors of opportunities for others just like we did for them. So if they become a lawyer and open up their own law firm, that they keep in mind where they came from and they and they try to create the same path for other potential kids who want to be lawyers or so on and so forth, you know that. I'm I'm excited to have people come through and want to be all different kinds of th- different kinds of things so our community can grow just like when I grew up and I surrounded myself with nothing but gang members. I have no one I could call to. I can't. I don't have no lawyer friends. I don't have cop friends. I don't like. I have anything that I that I that I can't do on my own. I have to rely on my family to help me or or make those new relationships myself. But if I would have surrounded myself with the different kind of people growing up, my network would look a lot different right now. So I'm hoping that you know we can start to build that network for for the youth and for the young adults coming through. Alright, this is good. <laughs> Twerking, guys. <laughs> now, as far as criteria and requirements, are, are you going to have a set of requirements and criteria for volunteers and also for members, people that, that want to join as a member, 
Like, could it just be anybody join, or, or do they have to maintain, like, a 2.0 in school? Do they have to uh, have a curfew? For or, the for the youth, the ones who are going to join and be participate in the activities we're doing, yeah, we're going to require a commitment from them. But other than that, I don't really see any other guidelines for them to do. So let's say if it's we're doing the fitness program... We're gonna, and we only are going to select 20 kids while each of those kids are going to have to um, commit to oh, I'm going to be here three days a week for six weeks and if they don't they understand that they'll lose their place for somebody else who will I think since we're also just beginning we don't know what requirements we'll want until maybe something mm-hmm. happens or whatnot. yeah, yeah, yeah which know, is totally like, fine like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah which is totally fine some of these questions you're not even meant to be answered right now but yeah. even to kind of get you thinking about what some of the of? things that that mm-hmm. uh you might need to, to think about at, at a later stage yeah now now what about a volunteer i mean could it just be anybody or is there going to be a background check required or is there going to be somebody for, that just for the for the fitness program that we're doing since we're doing it on boys club property and it's the and we'll be working with the boys club directly we're having to do a a background check and full screening through okay. partners in education. So I think for certain events or depending on the amount of time that volunteer will be putting in, then there will be background checks and things of that nature. But if it's like if we're putting on an event and somebody wants to volunteer and hand out waters or Gatorades and things of that nature, then we'll probably take all of that we can. What about uh, other things like like drug free? Uh, would you be open to somebody that does drugs every once in a while, but that's trying to get into recovery, or is it somebody that's completely drug free? Well, and I'm talking for both, for volunteers uh-huh. and for members. As far as members go, I mean, I don't, I didn't. Or is plan it something on. that you haven't really? Yeah, we haven't. Yet? We haven't. Just, okay. There will definitely not be any. You can't. You're not going to come drunk or <laughs> yeah. high to to come do works, but. Whatever you're doing out there in your own personal time, that's that's something that we haven't looked into, you know. So or, or even fight free, like if if you're defending yourself, it's okay. But if you're provoking a fight, you're gonna get kicked out of the group. Yeah, a lot of like what that. a lot of what we're doing within, like the jujitsu, and we got boxing. There's plenty of places, places and times, or if you have a a problem with an individual, there's healthy ways to to go about it. So if you guys want to fight, then we can make that happen. But it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be supervised, and it's gonna be a fair, a fair fight, you know. But it, I think that's a lesson learned that a lot of people shy away from, and it shouldn't be, because all they're gonna do is now go around the block, and fight amongst with the, just a bunch of other teens, and you don't know how safe that's gonna be. So I don't know how well the community or people will like hearing that, but that's. At least what I got planned. But that's an interesting concept because uh, people are going to fight regardless if they hate each other. I mean, unless one of them is scared of the other. But sometimes they, if they're going to do it and one of them challenges, well, if you're down for it, let's go do it here where it's supervised. It, mm-hmm. it, I, I, I kind of like the concept. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. Maybe people will be scared because a lot of people have been dying, <laughs> you know, accidentally hit their head on yeah. the floor the wrong way. And yeah. Or stabbed or stabbed. You know, shot. And a lot of that comes from fear of not knowing how to fight. 
or not knowing what's going to happen in a fight and and I think if there's a if it's explained right and it's done in a in a healthy environment where you know side A and side B both have people that care for them and want their safety but know that sometimes the solution may come from being physical with the with the person you don't like well then they could go into that being safe you know like everyone for whatever reason society thinks a fight is barbaric yet those same people go and pay for a pay-per-view MMA fight yeah. and they'll and they'll pay and people get paid millions of dollars to go do it but for some reason it's it's barbaric for your kids to do it and growing up they probably got in fights so it doesn't make sense why it shouldn't be that way and I think a lot of stabbings and deaths can be prevented if there was healthy ways to to take care of business like that but unfortunately not all kids can afford martial arts nor do they know about it and some of them are, are you know typical about which ones they practice but, so we're hoping we can help shift that now are are you also open to uh adults or, or are you are, are you kind of focusing on the same <clears throat> separation as crystal or for you is are you more targeting uh um, i'm open teenagers? i'm open to any individual who okay. wants to better themselves it's just what i found is it's a lot easier to not a lot easier there's a lot more concentrated of youth that are willing to soak in what we're trying to teach where adults aren't a lot of adults are closed-minded and they don't they don't want another adult coming to them and saying hey you know you should probably uh be a little bit more confident this is how you can be more <laughs> confident you could do these right, things right. They, a lot of them will take that as an insult yeah so i'd rather not i'd rather them know that hey all adults are welcome but our concentration our marketing all that will be going towards um young adults okay good enough good enough And what, what's the earliest age that somebody would be able to join? Or is I it think we've for, had like a nine-year-old or I think the different programs are different. Like for fitness, it, it would probably 13 and up. Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu 13 and up. I am not doing kids yet. <laughs> nope. Boxing, I think boxing we could get away with going a little younger. I think at the park we had some nine-year-olds. Oh, no, we had even Tatiana who's... Six or seven, or maybe no, she, she is. She just not. looks six. Oh, I hear <laughs> She's like ten. <laughs> um. <laughs> she could be our ambassador. <laughs> she would be a great one. Now, do you, do you see any weaknesses in organization at this point or hmm. even in the next few years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 
honestly share. <laughs> uh, we're all very busy with our own, with our own uh, businesses and schedules, so I could see that that um, becoming an being an obstacle. But I think solid foundation is very high on the priority list for all of us, and uh, all of our businesses that we do already kind of mix in very well with what we're trying to do with our nonprofit. What about you, Crystal? What do you see as a weakness or a threat? Um, I don't know necessarily threat, but a weakness would just be because we are just starting out. Um, my lack of knowledge in how a lot of things will be run. Like, I mean, I've done a woman's, like, as far as my class, like, I've done a woman's class before, but, um, not on my own. Like, just separating, I don't know. Mm, no. The time and attention and, um, the follow-through has always been our thing. So it's really focusing on if this is really what we want to do and really full force go through it. We need to be better timelined. We need to, you know, meet consistently. We need to make deadlines and actually meet them and, and take it all seriously. So um, hopefully, if, since it's a fresh new business, everybody will be on board and, and really hit all those target dates. And as you're working on a corporation or the 401c3, do you already have a governance procedure? Like uh, how many people are allowed to vote? Uh, when you make decisions? How frequently are you gonna meet as a That's the lack board? of knowledge part on my end. <laughs> what, what we went, well, what the meeting I came from before this was to collect a bunch of templates for bylaws to where we'll start going through and picking what it will work best for us while okay. we put together our own bylaws. That'll be fine. I could definitely help you guys a little All right. with that. Uh, this is the reason I say it's fun is because it's, it's always um, and I remember because I've I've I, I first started participating in governance when when I was in college, and so I already had friends that when I joined the group they were already doing it, but we were all a bunch of youngsters. We were in college, and. Um, there, there's something called Robert's Rules, where uh, <laughs> so there's like a certain way to debate something. Um, let's say we're, I'm gonna allocate 10 minutes for this discussion, and then after 10 minutes, you could either vote for an additional five minutes, but then this is where you go, okay, so um, how many how many A's, or how many, how many nays? And then so when people aren't used to saying I or nay, and then they start saying it. it sounds funny at first, mm -hmm. but it's funny when you see people like 
getting used to it and and not feeling uncomfortable with it it's, it's kind of funny at first like we're not used to voting like this way right like it's all formal and for us we're just used to uh discussing as friends or something like that we'll, it, it, we'll it, take it, your passion and excitement yeah i'd i'd i would look into procedures also because i i even though i've participated i'd i've never actually i don't know if i have any formal procedures but i at least have the the knowledge uh, mm. on how it's supposed to be even if it's not the specific for me yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's, uh, right the, they're, they're pretty funny uh, when you start getting into that format it's, it's pretty funny but the good thing is um, if you're working with with the young people and and especially if you're looking for people that could become successful in the future what what you want them to be exposed to is that type of environment because if they ever join a board if they ever go into business it's intimidating if you don't even know how to vote or if you don't understand whether you're a voting member or you're just a participant or subject matter expert like what's your um what's what what's what are what's your role there in that meeting and and so as kids become more and as they become more exposed they become more more confident later when they start working somewhere or when they're they don't uh, feel like out of place yeah or, or even if they want to start a club like at school uh oh, yeah. if they want to start their own club like they already they're confident because they know how to do it and they'll be way ahead of all of their peers as far yeah. as how to do something but awesome. so even though it sounds kind of like and you'll realize like some of these <laughs> things are kind of silly do we really need to do this yes because in the real world in the business world and other big organizations this is how they do it and so if you're not used to it you're gonna walk in and you're gonna feel intimidated because, like, oh man, why why are they doing it this way? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they do it when they're voting at city hall or when they're voting at the county board of supervisors. And and so if you're not familiar with any of that, then it's it's really intimidating. But that that's what I'm saying. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, to watch us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, ju- we're just sitting in, like, like kind of explaining like why each procedure is done this way, and it, that's kind of a fun process. I like that. Cool. <laughs> it, it, it's funny, but it's also it's also fun. Uh, okay. So I I think I have enough information to start at least writing up a skeleton. Uh, what what I am gonna need from all of you is for from each of you to kind of give me your own bio, and and I kind of try to put down a few things that might be helpful, whether it's family life information, uh, experience. Uh, reason for wanting to participate any hobbies any awards or achievements you've had in the past which isn't necessary but um it, it'll just give the public like an idea of like okay this is who this person is so that when i walk in on day one even though gilbert doesn't know me i know about gilbert and i'm dropping off my kid with them and and uh, i feel a little more confident or with crystal or with lorena um and or if hey i'd i'd I want to donate money, and I already know that I'm looking for Lorena based on the bios. So, mm-hmm. so that'll be that'll be very helpful. Um, it also really makes you all a lot more personable uh, if you're talking about your family and your hobbies. Because somebody, if if somebody's talking about like, oh, uh, something I wouldn't expect of you, like I like building model airplanes or something like that. It uh, it it just makes you a lot more personable and less intimidating. Uh, and for especially for reaching out to parents that probably wouldn't feel like they can relate or something mm-hmm. like that um, especially if they hear your podcast and they know 
Gilbert's a former gang member, so <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, I could relate to him. Yeah. Uh, but if he's talking about golfing, hey, yeah. you know what? Maybe uh, maybe I can relate to this guy. <laughs> yeah. How how uh, long does it need to be? Uh, I would say I ideally maybe uh, like two paragraphs at the most, but. Uh, just put down as much as possible. Now I could even wordsmith it for you. Uh, okay. I, I could, uh, but you're a good writer. I've I've already heard you on podcasts, and I've and I know that you've written some of your stuff. So I'm not I'm not too worried. I think I think all of you will do well. But I could definitely wordsmith it if I feel it's too long. Definitely. Don't scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> add, add more to yourself. Yeah. Do over over. Uh, give me more details rather than less details mm-hmm. as much as possible. Okay. Uh, because it it. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know like this is I probably don't need to know all this or or you know what I, I, uh, so I might I might take this out because it'll 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 be way too much like when I'm people need, don't need to yeah, know that. yeah but uh um but that that'll that'll go a long way because you'll see that if if uh if if you make yourself personable it, it'll it'll be a huge conversation starter for people okay yeah and and once we start, the nice thing about having a, a business plan is, is one, it'll always kind of bring you back to the core of what you're doing. If you ever start, if you ever start thinking, okay, well, um, you know what, what if we started uh, a tutoring program? All right, is that really what we're doing, um, what we want to do? Are we kind of over, um, yeah, overextending ourselves or is that something you want to do? All right, well, let's update it in the business plan. That way we kind of say, yes, we agree as a team that we're going to do this. Or if it's only one person's idea, I kind of see it as, uh, you know what, if, it, if only one person wants to do it but not everybody else, then, then um, it's probably not meant to be. In, 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 in Christian terms, I would, I would say it's, it's not led by the Holy Spirit. If only one person wants to do it not everybody else it, it seems like there isn't consensus here the holy spirit hasn't inspired this this is probably this this person might be better off and if, if we support them and and trying to launch their own venture or maybe this person just uh got motivated by a dream but mm-hmm. it's only going to last like a month <laughs> and it's going to go away after like two or three months like you, you never know right yeah. um but this this kind of always brings you back to what you're supposed to be doing and it acts as a motivator. Um, like, you know what? I, I totally forgot that this was my vision. And, and so this is bringing me back. Yes, I do want to inspire confidence in, in, in kids. And that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm out here. Because I see a kid that's going to be able to start their own business in the future. I see a kid that's going to be able to walk around confident and not join a gang, but know that they're avoiding fights because they don't want to hurt anybody. Not because they're walking away scared. Um, I see... Uh, uh, a girl that's going to go to college and she won't be she she won't put herself in a position where um, frat guys are going to try to take advantage of her and where she'll be able to defend herself uh, and things like that like it, it really kind of always brings me back to like okay this is this is why I'm doing this and, and I remember um, and, and because there's going to be days where you're you're going to be frustrated you're going to feel hopeless you're going to feel discouraged especially <laughs> when you hear about um, a kid getting locked up or if a parent is um, molesting their kid or something like that you're, I mean you're gonna you're gonna get upset and want to do something and you're gonna say no I, I have too much to risk this is more important or you're gonna look at it as you know what one, one kid dropped out but we still have 10 others and we got a, 
uh, continue working for them. So, so that that's what 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 I'm hoping I could add as value, and and uh, but I'm excited about about what, what this vision for me it, it's uh, it's motivating, and 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 I wish I had something like this when I was younger. It would have kept me from a lot of regrettable <laughs> deeds, and and, and um, I I would. I'd, I'd be a lot more confident today as well, or at least uh, as a young kid, I'd be a lot more confident. Yeah. Yeah, we're hoping. Yeah, and I think in that 10-year, like you said, that 10-year goal is for them to have that solid foundation and uh, and give back that apprenticeship because inside... I like that word. I think that's a really realistic as, as they grow up and 10 years out, hopefully they're doing their own thing and, and being able to give back by by bringing people into their business being bringing the young ones in yeah. so we could just keep going full circle mm-hmm. good so this is kind of a start I, I'm gonna be I don't think we'll need to need as much I'll probably be sending um questions out as I update one section of a business plan and another I'm thinking it, it's, it's probably going to be about three months before we, we have a good business plan like first draft uh, or second I, I shouldn't say first draft like a second draft um, and, and we can start after that we can start working on two different things the, the governance procedures mm-hmm. and then uh, the budget mm-hmm. uh, the, the budget that's probably where I'm going to be Working mm-hmm. mostly with with the old and that, but mm-hmm. but uh, my my goal for that is is first of all to develop it mm-hmm. uh, with with you with uh, input from me, but but second of all to even show you how to manage it. Uh, what mm-hmm. uh, did you say that you are familiar with QuickBooks? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that is that what you use? Yeah. That's okay. Solid oh, perfect. Issues. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, are you familiar with the online version? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you right now? Do you have access to? to uh nonprofit version of QuickBooks? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I didn't even know there was a nonprofit yeah. version. So, but are you suggesting that's kind of the route that we should go for that one? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll talk to uh, a mentor that I have that mm-hmm. that does taxes and so he uh he also um consults with with boys clubs and and um I know that he uses uh, the the nonprofit version of QuickBooks. So, I'll, okay. I'll ask him about that. And, yeah, please. Um, I'll look it up also. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, do any of you have any questions for, for me at this point? I think just kind of browsing through the business plans. Will the market analysis really take into place for like our sector? Not really, no, right? not really. Uh, especially because at, at this point, uh, I, I don't really see any threats or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, market analysis is more like when you're trying to it's look for, at your competition. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so if anything, I think we answered some of the, all of you answered some of the questions and okay, if we're looking at other groups, what, mm-hmm. what makes them better, what makes you better, and, and I think what, what I heard is that we're, we're not targeting a specific mm-hmm. age group or, or individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're, we're really open to, to everything because we're trying to develop our own culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so so at, at at this point, like the market analysis, you can ignore that. What I do want to, mm-hmm. at least uh, in 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 future uh, discussions, future dialogue, what I want to get a better sense of is is 
doing a SWOT analysis. A SWOT analysis is like you're focusing on your strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. and then threats that will um, that could obscure your success, mm-hmm. and then opportunities that you probably haven't even thought of, like opportunities mm-hmm. to um, to grow or to receive exposure or to even um, uh, even even different services that you haven't yeah. even considered at this point. So uh, I feel like well, that would actually like if. Because the business plan, we're, we're needing that for like business grant or like grants and loans, yeah. right? So they don't care about our marketing. Right. You know? Well, sometimes we do. Uh, it, it depends on who the donor is. Some people are very, they, they take a little too much of a business-like approach when they're evaluating something. Oh, uh, right. But But that's kind of what the other, that's, that's really the other main reason for the business plan is, is so you could get donors and so that if somebody wants to actually say okay what are you all about i mean you look sharp right away here's our here's our and we shouldn't even call it a business plan i'll, I'll think of another word <laughs> uh, non-profit plan but, that's kind yeah. of like a scholarship because there's like scholarships if you're left-handed so it's kind of like that like people want to donate to whoever they want yeah for for one it's it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of grants where they're gonna ask for a, a business plan and or even if they're not asking for a business plan they're gonna ask for a lot of the information that you're already gonna have in this plan um but two you'll see that there are gonna be some donors that um excuse me I, i've i've come across uh people with a lot of money and and they want to see one or two things they, they want to come and visit and kind of see what the group is all about but they've when 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 donors that that have a lot of money when they've given to a lot of different organizations um at at a certain point they realize that i don't want to give to an organization that isn't going to have any results that's just looking for money i want to see an organization that has their stuff together um so that i want to feel confident that if i'm giving ten thousand dollars to a group that it's not just going to go to paying salaries for people for mm-hmm. a few months I, I want to see that there's going to be an actual fruit from my seed mm-hmm. and so so uh, the people that start thinking like that they sometimes they start looking for a, a little more quantitative data like okay show me what you're doing so far show me what your plans are because I don't want my money to just die if I invest it mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and 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 there are a lot of Christian principles that that I see a lot, or I should say Christian biblical principles that, that a lot of donors follow. Like they, that's, that's one of the big ones. Like they, they want, they, they want their, their uh, investment to multiply, not necessarily financially, but, but they, they feel like if they plant a seed that they should be able to get fruit from it. And they want to go to heaven feeling that they didn't just put seeds all over the floor and didn't get any fruit from it. They mm-hmm. want to feel like they actually contributed and got and something came out of it yeah, contributed to make a difference yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah no it makes a lot of sense just like investors want a great return financially exactly the donors are going to want a great return to see the result yeah, yeah emotionally. exactly exactly so i know that's something that we'll have to get prepared to do for when we do get donors want to come up with the ways so we can show them how their money's being used mm-hmm rather than just coming in. And that in. will be the data as like, you know, not everybody asks for it, but it will be nice to provide, you know, yes. what your money went to and and how it impacted. Yeah, eventually we will need to start to keeping track of how many members we have, uh, how many times a week are they coming, 
but and and even any achievements that that they mm-hmm. that they've had um, examples of um, so so a lot right now what we're putting a lot on paper is is a lot of general categories like uh, we want to develop people that have a mentality of success we want to develop, develop people that are confident well what does that look like I mean we, so we have to start putting quantitative data okay this person walked away from this is how many fights people have walked away from this is how many other groups they've joined this is how much their GPA has grown this is um, mm. so stuff like that like that's all stuff that yeah. will just make the group a lot better easier to sell to donors mm-hmm. um, eventually they're gonna ask for that stuff like that's 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 how you you sell a group like this is this is what we're what we're producing yeah. this is where you're gonna get a return would also help us know that we're doing yeah. the right job <laughs> yeah, as well that too. Yeah. Now, but, but the, the hard part that's yeah. kind of like a two-edged sword because one it helps you sell the group but for the first few years it's discouraging because um <laughs> it, it is because you don't have any results for the yeah. first few years it, it takes it takes years to actually start seeing the results so if we start saying okay we want to track gpas like how much they've improved and then after a year you see dang nobody's improved their gpas are we doing something wrong mm-hmm. no it, it uh so the way I, I like to explain it is is uh some people are like a one-story house where uh, it's built in in two months one month and you see results right away right but most kids they're they they're empire state buildings they're uh they're barely starting and so they and especially if they come from a lot of dysfunction or or if they don't have any confidence or anything like that they're empire state buildings you're not going to see results for like three or four years you might not even see the results while you're alive the mm-hmm. results might actually take place after you die uh, yeah because no yeah. one sees the foundation being laid right right I get what you're saying right but but when you change somebody's trajectory and and that's uh and and this is what's hard to, to quantify when you change the trajectory of somebody's life you you change the path of their kids you change the path of their families you change the path of the next generation um, and 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 whether you're preventing a group of kids from going to prison in their generation or whether you're teaching somebody to look at money not as something to get rich but as a tool to actually empower more than just your family but to empower a community and I mean all of those things they they, mm-hmm. they don't it's they go beyond two or three years but um, in case we can track like any any substantial uh, things to track we, we will start tracking from day one um, just in case we could ever sell it. I like that because I mean, just teaching a little bit, like you'll hear like feedback, even like from some of the girls, like I'll get feedback from their parents, but never like, oh, what did it do for their school or what, you know, like, so that's kind of interesting to get like, oh, well, let's get like, for example, let's get grades and then like next, at the end of the year, let's see how they improve. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you, you like, don't see those results right away yeah, sometimes. Put a light bulb in. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, but it might. It, it'll be great for when they go to college and they feel a lot more confident. I I think for for me, some of the things that I felt confident about is uh, uh, for for me, for example, I I uh, I, I grew up in a home with with dysfunction, and so when I got married about five or six years ago, I was always wondering like, dang, am I gonna be mm-hmm. like a horrible husband? Or when I became a dad, like two two uh, and a half years ago I was thinking okay am I going to be a bad dad and I was surprised that I didn't have uh, 
like a short fuse. I didn't have violent tendencies ever, ever. And, and, uh, and, and I think it was because I was always around my pastor and his family, and I saw the way they would have dinner. I saw the way they would communicate to each other. I saw the way they would argue, which, and, and to me, arguing is not wrong. There's always like a healthy way to argue. Uh, and I learned all these concepts. But I didn't know how all those things had happened when I was a teenager, but they didn't take place until I was in my thirties. Now I, I just uh, turned 40. So I'm seeing all of that like 20 years, 25 years later. And I'm kind of like, Oh dang, I, I, uh, I'm surprised at myself. Like all of those things that created a, a, a foundation in me and not when I was young, like I'm barely starting to see the, the fruit of all that. And so I, I that's, that's where you're going to be doing for a lot of these kids. It's going to, uh, make them it, you're going to change their trajectory but but they might not even know until like 25 years <laughs> yeah, I remember I'm we were that. we were talking and you had said uh, I forget one, one of your family members but they were asking your wife like is he, oh, yeah, is my he mom. hitting you like my mom. you can tell me <laughs> no like, oh, yeah so my dad was he was a heavy alcoholic and I I never I, ne- I never saw him personally hit my mom but I I know that uh, I don't know how to explain it it's like people have have like my my parents out of respect for us they would take something outside the house or something like that and then when I went away to college my, my dad started being abusive again because uh, there was no man in the house and and so um, the reason I found out about it is because uh, the, a judge ordered an emergency restraining order after my dad um, uh, strangled my mom and then threatened a, uh, pulled out an iPhone her, and then he threatened to burn down the house like if she divorced him it, it, was, it was just ugly um, so so my mom when I when I barely got married she would uh she would ask my wife like after a few months my 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 wife and my mom are real close and so my mom started asking her like hey it's it's okay to tell me if if Cessad is ever hating you like you could tell me and I won't tell Cessad and my mom was like (laughs) at first she didn't know she was joking but my mom kept asking about it like hey uh I just want to make sure I I need you to tell me if he's being he's hitting you or anything like that and I, so I didn't realize like how traumatized yeah like and, and for me wow. um, it, it never crossed my mind like I was totally um, I was surprised like at how like my mom was surprised I, I should put it that way my mom was surprised that I could come out to be like a totally different product and mm-hmm. but she wanted, and she knew that I, I mean I already been serving Christ for a long time but she just thought that it was one of those things that I wouldn't be able to avoid that it would be such a natural tendency for me but but uh that's that's exactly what what the, I think the reason I got motivated is because I see that you're trying to break these cycles that you're trying to move people onto a different trajectory and that's what um I, I can relate to that I know that that did a lot for me and and that's what I see I don't see the product I'm not looking at the product for one or two years from now I know that once this gets going, it's going to be impactful 25 years from now. And mm-hmm. even if, as I said, some of these people that you're impacting, you might not even know it until after you pass away and leave the earth. Yeah. yeah Just true. to know that would be fulfilling. All right. So, so yeah, so I, I, I get excited. I get, <laughs> I've been really motivated just uh, uh, especially, and, and that's why it was so important for me to, me all, sit down with all of you as a group and to meet anyone else that's going to be participating because mm-hmm. I, I really today would have been like okay if I'm not feeling it I, I don't know if I really want to be spending hours <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like the, an investor right yeah. like like I, I, I want to make sure that, that this is for real 
uh, if I'm going to take the, the time to do this. But um, I, I also need to sit down with you because I need to hear like in your own words, not with something written, but I, I need to hear from you just so I could start understanding, okay, when I'm writing this, I don't want this to be my, my words. I, I want this to be all of your your thoughts that I'm just kind of putting on in this format uh, because mm-hmm. this isn't it's, it's not my vision it's 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 your vision yeah. and and so I want to hear it directly from from all of you that's funny because we were just talking about that and um, I think that we should also do like a podcast of just all every like all of the board members and like you're not the first one that's like okay well I kind of know what it's about but not really like what everybody's like passion behind what their why is why do they want to build this nonprofit? why is it important to you like I think for if we do a podcast like that at least something's out there for other people to connect and then that's you know get the ball rolling from there yeah because you, know? you can't everything that we just talked about you can't really like yeah you can put it on paper but it's one thing hearing it from our voice yes you know so Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah, exactly, that, exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted to, to hear, that's what it's going to be important for other people to hear in your own words, mm-hmm. uh, people read about it, but eventually they want to hear directly from the horse's mouth, right, yeah. this is, this is secondhand uh, stuff that I'm, I'm just spitting out there, but they want to hear directly from, from all of you. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll appreciate the passion behind it from hearing it rather than it's yeah, a lot absolutely. harder to gain passion from absolutely. reading yeah. the words. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Listen to episode sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so, any other questions? Uh, from I have any a question. Of you? Yeah. So I know we're gonna do like our own bio, um, and you'll have question like questions that we need to answer on it. Um, yes. But you also had mentioned like SWOT analysis. Is that something? Is there other information that you want us to do? Yes, homework and I'll be on? sending. Um, I'll be sending you all, all of your information. I'm going to be, uh, what I'll do is I'll probably start ass- assigning timelines. Like, hey, I need, Perfect. Uh, please please give me this within the next two weeks because I need this information to move on to the next piece. And, okay. and for me, it's, it's, this, is, this is a new process for me too. I've, I've done business plans for private businesses and corporations, but not for nonprofits. So mm-hmm. for me, when the only thing, like right now, Lodano is asking like, okay, I mean, your example had like a market analysis. Are you going to be doing that? No, that was just an example. I got to think about okay, in a nonprofit, what would be the equivalent of a market or industry analysis? I mean, do you have competitors or do you not? Is it even worth? Do I even need to talk about like what would be com- competing forces? Maybe it's not businesses. Maybe it's just competing forces. Yeah. Uh, maybe the and and because yeah, maybe people forces are, is good. Yeah, because maybe they're competing for the same resources like grants. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I got to rethink that, but but that's where, for me, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say, hey, I I didn't think about this until now, but can yeah. you please give me some of this information? This business plan is probably gonna be developed a few times over the next two years until we feel like okay, we we nailed it. Now we can start using this to uh, for grants and for like a lot of data that would I I don't know if it's easy to get out there, but would be a dream. So like when you said competitive, I was thinking about competing against, okay, how many juveniles were locked up in this year compared to when Solid Foundation was, was around? How many dropouts? How many, um, you know, how many uh, stabbings? How many shootings? And things like that where we can kind of gain, well, there was this much before Solid Foundation, but now since Solid Foundation is, the amount of juveniles getting locked up went from, you know, 10 a year to, or 10 a month to to 10 a year 
so we could see things like that. Uh, that would be awesome to be able to see. We could definitely do that in in the future. Um, the there, there's a science to that. Like you want to have a direct correlation because um, I've seen a lot of times people throw stats out there and they they look good. But for me, I'm thinking, yeah, but you haven't convinced me that you're the direct source for that mm-hmm. uh, just because i mean maybe it was just everybody moved out of town it was just a coincidence uh, yeah, yeah or everyone got locked up so that's why there hasn't been any so yeah. so yes we'd have to think about like the actual correlating factors uh we could definitely do quantitative analysis in the future and and try to figure out a correlation it might be tied more to the families that you're working with mm-hmm. and comparing them to their siblings um or maybe uh, going compare, to a school or something. Yeah, comparing them to their yeah. to their peers and in, in their grades or or something like that. Yeah. Uh, or or maybe comparing them to sports. Like if they join these sports, it's, it's seasonal, so they tend to uh, then get back into trouble. We're here. They, they I don't know, but we'll have mm-hmm. to. We could definitely find a correlation in the future. Yeah, because I think yours would be real easy to know. You could. There's not a lot of jujitsu schools in Santa Barbara, so you could easily see. Okay, how many teens are involved in jujitsu, or 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 women, compared to Solid Foundation's first year? Now, how many women are actually training jujitsu? So things mm-hmm. like that. What well, What would be really good is thinking about. Okay, what? How do you measure confidence? Because uh, let's say that's that's one key factor. Okay, um, GPA. Uh, family relationships uh how much they're i don't know that but those are the things that we could think about like how are we going to measure confidence how are we going to measure uh for example what are some of the other things that you mentioned uh charity are are they are they now uh devoting or, or volunteering some of their time at other organizations mm. uh certificates are are they are they actually learning new skills where they're going to be able to become more successful in the future? What, what does a new skill look like? Are, yeah. are, they, are they mentoring other young yes. adults? Yes, all I of those I things. I did like, are, um, like a survey my first on one of my women's programs. Like, oh, how confident are you walking down the street by yourself? You know, almost all of them were like, no, not at all. And then yeah, at the end surveys, of the class, they're like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm all right. Surveys you know? are great. Yeah, if yeah. you definitely, uh, uh, some, some things to think about would be well, kind of like the before and after, and after mm-hmm. effect. Like before they join Solid Foundations, this is how they answer these questions. Now, six months later, this is how yep. they feel. Now, another six months later, this is how. And excuse me, once you have that data, you can really use it to say this is the impact that we're having on on people uh, just in their first year. They a lot of people were walking in and they weren't really confident. Uh, they weren't confident about being defend themselves they weren't confident in this area and now this uh survey shows that they've gone from a zero or one to like a nine or a ten uh and only a matter of 12 months in any area so that that data like that is very important so those are things that we'll have to think about mm-hmm. on how we're going to measure so the the first thing i think about is is factors that measure uh confidence or, or whatever we want to call it mm-hmm. and then we can start thinking okay this is kind of a survey we want to give to every new person and then we ask them at six months we ask them at 12 months and then you'll really start to see a pattern god we have a lot of work to do yeah but it's fun um, it is fun and, and is fun. believe me it's you're gonna be like you're gonna be so much ahead of other of other organizations because a lot of people they they kind of just uh 
they're, they're, they're it. <laughs> yeah they, that's that's exactly what they're doing and then 10 years go by and they're like dang have we made any impact yeah. uh you'll know uh early a lot earlier on than other groups like this 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 could actually not not only is it going to be helpful to you but you'll be able to eventually mentor other people that want to start organizations like hey start measuring this mm-hmm. and and you'll see what worked for you and what didn't work for you i mean yeah. if after if after 12 months you measure people people's confidence only went from a zero to a one after 12 months you got to start asking yourself yeah yeah it'll it's it's actually a barometer for for all of you uh to to know if you're actually doing something right or maybe you need to change stuff up i mean that's that's what a, a business will do i mean if their customer satisfaction level after 12 months of bringing in a new customer service manager if it stays at 50 percent over 12 months and then when it goes to like 55 percent like okay that customer service manager doesn't doesn't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. uh so so that's not to say that anyone is going to be kicked out of the the board if Mm -hmm. they're not something not doing right right but it it's meant to be for you like to show you okay you might need to develop a skill in this area or this is a skill that's needed in this group and you don't have it so you're gonna look look for somebody that can join the board that does have this this skill because it's 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 very much needed so it it'll 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 be a mirror for your organization like dang dude are are we uh are we starting to mature or do we still look like a baby uh do we look ugly or or uh are we starting to, to look pretty good i mean it's it's uh it'll be a mirror for your organization so, yes, that that is a lot of work. But the nice thing is, uh, I'll be doing some of that work for you, uh, and I'll be teaching Lorena how to do some of that work as well. So, uh, and then eventually she'll be teaching others how to do that work. So, so don't worry. I I think uh, it's just an opportunity to, for us to identify. Okay, what what's missing? Who else do we need on this board? And now let's find somebody that can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you'll see that you're going to, eventually you're going to realize there's gaps on your board and, and you're going to need others that can bring a certain skill set. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're excited. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other questions? No, I'm good. We've got some homework to do, so we'll, I know I'll, I'll get on that. Get yeah, that so, so I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd, I took down some notes, but it'd be good for all of you to also answer all of these questions. And... This is where, where you have to be very patient with me. I mean, for me, this is, again, as I was saying, this is my first time working with a nonprofit. Um, and I might be asking similar questions, but rephrasing them because uh, I, might, I, I might realize like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get exactly what I was looking for. So I'm gonna rephrase this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I heard the responses, I realized I wasn't asking this correctly. Uh, so please be patient with me as well if I'm redundant in a lot of the questions that I'm asking you but um, like I said you're, you're gonna be so far ahead of other groups that are at this stage um, for the next five years you're gonna be you're gonna be far ahead of groups that have already been around for three to five years uh, so so th- you guys you guys are <laughs> we'll, we'll be moving even if we're moving slowly we're moving in the right direction and and this is that feels nice and thank yeah. you we appreciate it feels yeah. nice to know where we're starting and i think just our backgrounds alone and then having people that are willing to help out 
in areas that we weren't familiar with. It's it's a really good feeling. To yeah, for me, asking the right questions mm-hmm. to get us thinking. I like that. Yeah, and for me, I I think it's uh, I I think it's inspired by God is the way I see it because uh, I think we all feel good about it if if uh, if we didn't if there was a consensus and then, then I'd be asking myself all over again like uh, maybe <laughs> we never hear back from you yeah not that but I'd probably be <laughs> looking for like hey I'm only gonna I'm only gonna commit like a month and then uh, okay, I'll be get started but yeah. here I'll give you like a head start that's it but at this point I'm, I'm I'd, I think I'd, I see myself being committed for like the next 6 to 12 months nice uh, huh? and so so uh, yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited I'm, I'm really excited thank you we are too Thank you very much. I hope you found some value listening to that latest episode. I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give it a listen. I get a lot of questions of how can we support Solid Foundation and what we're doing. A great way to do that is subscribe, share, and review this podcast most importantly is to share this podcast because if you gain value from it we're hoping that many others can gain value from it so please please get the help get the word out there it's a great way to help support there's uh at least uh, that that i have found there's no other podcast in santa barbara that talks about the people in santa barbara born and raised in santa barbara and all the the issues and solutions that uh, they've learned from life so also another great way to support us is by referral. So all the founders and, and people who help starting Solid Foundation, we're all entrepreneurs. We have businesses. So that's a great way if you're able to get referrals and, and send them our way. Well, you know, Crystal uh, does hair and makeup. So any, any needs in there, hit her up on Instagram. Also... We are licensed realtors, so if you know anybody who needs to buy or sell a home, you hit me up on Instagram and and we'll get that going. Also, Solid Foundation wouldn't exist without our, 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 our company, Legacy Installation, who delivers and installs office furniture. They have been the the only source of funding we've had and um, have supply tremendous amount of resources for us to even get this far with solid foundation and the great thing about that is everybody knows somebody who works in an office and if you work in an office that company needs office furniture so if you can if you hear anything about some company needing anything office furniture product service it doesn't matter if you hear it please send them our way You could have them contact us at www.legacyinstallation.com or give us a call at 805-319-3274. So other than that, stay tuned for the next episode. We'll be posting them up every two weeks. So please subscribe and turn on your notifications. Thank you.